Today in the newscast, an update on that Iranian nuclear facility that was hit by a sabotage attack on Wednesday, plus the U.S. and Israel working closely together to combat that Iranian drone threat. Get all the breaking details coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast, coming to you from TBN's New York City studio. I am in NYC today to interview Ambassador David Friedman. Ambassador Friedman uh, was the first U.S. ambassador to serve at the embassy in Jerusalem. He was there in 2018 for the grand opening of the embassy in God City. He is still serving as an ambassador of sorts for the Abraham Accords. That's what I will interview him about today. You can see it tonight on TBN, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, my interview with Ambassador Friedman on the Abraham Accords and all of the current events, everything unfolding in the Middle East right now and how it affects you. That includes what's happening in Iran right now. Now, on yesterday's newscast, if you missed it, you can check it out here in our archives. We talked about the announcement by the Iranian regime that there was an attempted sabotage attack against one of their nuclear facilities. It was the town of Karaj, about 25 miles northwest of the Iranian capital of Tehran. And folks, this was odd because usually a sabotage attack happens to one of these Iranian nuclear or ballistic missile facilities. And we hear about it after the fact. This time, the Iranian regime got out ahead of this story in a sense, and they announced that yes, there was an attempted sabotage attack against one of our nuclear facilities, but we thwarted it. The plot was foiled. So looking to basically sweep things under the rug, move along, nothing to see here. Now we are getting more details about what really went down, various Israeli media sources, and the New York Times. Yes, I know it's the New York Times, but a very interesting and sourced report today in the New York Times about what really happened. There was indeed an attempted sabotage attack, and it wasn't only attempted, the attack was reportedly successful. A drone launched from inside Iran struck this nuclear facility in Karaj. Now, we don't know if any damage was done. There were apparently no casualties we don't know how much, if any, damage was caused. Israeli sources are saying there was extensive damage done uh, to this nuclear facility. The New York Times didn't have many details on that front, but this was a place where centrifuges were produced, centrifuges that are used to enrich uranium. Now, not to get too in the weeds on the nuclear terms, but folks know this, to build a nuclear weapon, you need to enrich a good amount of uranium, and you can't do that if you don't have the centrifuges. That's exactly what was happening, or what is happening still presumably, at this nuclear facility in the city of Karaj. So we will keep a very close eye on this for you. Again, folks, this fits with a pattern of sabotage against Iranian nuclear facilities and ballistic missile factories over the past year. This really started and started intensifying in June 2020, and it has not stopped from the Natanz nuclear facility to the Bushir nuclear reactor inside Iran to, of course, uh, the killing of Iran's nuclear program mastermind, Mohsen Fakhrizadeh, back in November 2020. 
And again, this is all happening on Iranian soil, right under the noses of the Iranian regime. To say the least, this is a major embarrassment for the regime. It's interesting that a drone was reportedly used in this attack. We've talked a lot here in the newscast, including earlier this week, about how Iran is becoming a drone superpower in the region, one of the world's leading producers of drones domestically made inside Iran. Now, they are equipping their proxies around the region with these drones, whether it's Hezbollah in Lebanon, Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad in Gaza, the Houthis in Yemen, the Iraqi Shia militias next door in Iraq. This ring of fire that surrounds Israel has two components, ballistic missiles and attack drones. Iran takes great pride in this drone program. They have held military drills over the past few months, showcasing their drone hardware, attack drones, kamikaze drones that can be packed with explosives and flown into a target, surveillance drones, all shapes and sizes are flying off the assembly lines in Iran right now. So number one, it's kind of interesting that a drone, not an Iranian drone, a drone apparently hit this Iranian facility. Major development on that front as this drone threat from Iran increases. Look, we reported here in the newscast, a U.S. base was targeted with two explosive-laden drones earlier this week. So the threat is intensifying against Israel and the U.S. Now we are hearing, and we first reported this here in the newscast in April, that the U.S. and Israel, this task force that they have put together to combat Iranian drones and Iranian precision-guided missiles, this task force is picking up steam. Uh, it really kicked off. It was announced in April. It kicked off this month. And now these talks and the strategies being devised uh, by U.S. and Israeli officials are intensifying. One strategy that has reportedly been discussed by the two sides is making the Middle East a drone-free zone, meaning drone-free of Iranian drones, Iranian, Hamas, Hezbollah, Houthi drones. Uh, that is a very, very interesting possibility. Obviously, a lot of work would go into that. It would clearly, most likely lead to some confrontation between Israel and the U.S., and Iran and its proxies, but that is reportedly one of the strategies being discussed. Look, uh, top U.S. generals, not only Israeli officials, folks, but top U.S. generals have said that the number one threat right now facing U.S. forces in the region are drones. It is a new day in terms of warfare and technology, and drones are a crucial component of Iran's strategy for the region. So this joint task force between the U.S. and Israel has been formed specifically on the drone threat, uh, but also that precision-guided missile threat. Look, uh, the main source of the Israeli airstrikes in Syria, and there have been hundreds, if not thousands of them, over the past few years, is the continued attempts by the Iranian regime to supply Hezbollah in southern Lebanon and in Syria with precision-guided munitions, PGMs for short. What does that mean? Well. They do exactly what the name says. They hit the target with precision. Israel says this is a red line. No way. We will not allow it. And that's why you see Israel striking convoys that are passing from Iran through Iraq, on through Syria, and into southern Lebanon. Convoys with PGM parts 
that will be delivered to Hezbollah, and then Hezbollah can assemble these precision-guided missiles on the ground. That's the goal. Israel says no way. The Israelis know that precision missiles would be a game-changer. Hey, we just wrapped up a major conflict, obviously, between Israel and Hamas last month. Hamas fired some 4,300 rockets at Israel, reaching as far as Tel Aviv and points beyond. Picture this. Hezbollah has some 150,000 rockets and missiles pointed at every inch of Israel. And folks, if a good number of those missiles were precision guided, that is a nightmare scenario. Israel will not allow it. Israel also will not allow this drone threat from the Iranian regime to continue to grow and get out of hand because we are on that trajectory right now. I give you the Houthis of Yemen who have really become the drone masters every day targeting Saudi Arabia with drones and ballistic missiles. The Middle East, as you can tell from our subject matter today, folks, is absolutely a powder keg right now. And the slightest conflict, the slightest seemingly small confrontation can spark a major regional war. The Middle East does not sleep. And what happens in the Middle East does not stay in the Middle East. That's why we want to be your one-stop shop here at the Watchman News Channel for everything that's happening right now in the world's most pivotal and chaotic region and why it matters to you. Keep it tuned right here. If you have not subscribed, be sure to subscribe. Click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new update is posted. And reminder again, tonight on TBN, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, do not miss it, my exclusive interview from right here in New York City with Ambassador David Friedman. Ambassador Friedman is truly an historic figure. You won't want to miss it tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern Time here on TBN. Until tomorrow, thanks so much for joining us. God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.